Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's time for more. Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut Tour coming to you in September and October. Where are we heading in September, Jackie? We're going on September 12th. We're going to Nashville. We're going on September 13th to Atlanta, Georgia. And then I'm going back to my hometown September 14th of Tampa, Florida. In October, October 3rd, we're going to be in Detroit, Michigan. October 4th, we're going to be in Columbus. And October 5th, we're going to be in Pittsburgh. Nice. Page 7 and Wizard of the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut Tour. You can find tickets at lastpodcastnetwork.com, baby. Is that it? Who throws his shoe? Is that in the first one or the second one? I don't even know, but I'm going to be quoting some shit. I mean, she's a man, baby. My whole thing that I say when people sub to my Twitch channel. This you has do been say a, it a lot. A long time coming. Because honestly, watching that on the commercial for the trailer for Austin Powers made me like cackle in my bedroom as a child when he's just ripping at an old woman's hair, just going, she's a man, baby. Was, <laughs> just made me laugh so much. I'm so excited we're doing this it's austin powers watch along guys as we are going on vacation during this time network break uh initial thoughts going in i think we're going to start it pretty quickly here but uh anything you guys want to say about yourselves before we start i'm just excited this is my first experience and i can't believe so many get the like i can't believe you never watched it and it's just i i know so much about it yeah but i've just never put it all together is fat bastard in this one absolutely not fat bastard Bastard, Bad Bastard is, uh, is in the shittiest one. I mean, three. I think. Yeah, yeah, this is this is clean. I've got nuggets of corn in my crap bigger than you. Seth, Seth maybe Gr- he's a number two. Seth Green is very funny in this. Um, I think I found that all the Doctor Evil stuff was actually the funnier shit in this. It's zanier than you think it would be. Yeah, you heard that right. MJ is drinking <laughs> yeah. in the morning. They're hey, I'm not drunk. the only one. I'm drinking in the morning because Jack suggested it. Gonna... <laughs> well, we're watching Austin Powers. Yeah. It's so hard. It's 10 o'clock in the morning here, and I can't be sober. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to run and eat in five yeah, minutes. Yeah, soberly medible. watching Austin Powers during this when the sun is still up. No. It's very, it's very, very weird. Hard. Let's see how it hits. Let's see if it holds up uh, as well as American Pie held up. Let's see. That's the thing. I am worried slightly. I was very worried about American Pie, and it turned out to actually be pretty good yeah. holding, like, in terms of, uh, you know, 
Yeah, levels, but I think you that think the yee levels be? might be high. I mean, but I don't it's know. A, it's a movie that came out in the ni- late nineties about an extremely horny British man. You know, what I mean, mean but, this yeah. general trivia says Mike Myers originally wanted Jim Carrey to play Doctor Evil, but Carrey eventually passed due to the scheduling conflicts with Liar Liar. Myers then took the iconic role himself. Beautiful, wonderful, I and mean, of course he, he is so funny at it. I do think it's going to hold up for funniness, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Excited! I'm, I'm, and I only, I don't want to be like, I can't believe you haven't seen The Godfather, Jackie. Right. Just that I, I can't believe you haven't seen it because I do think that you will like it. Also, don't take that as reality. I've seen The Godfather for anyone listening. Yes, you have I'm seen about The Godfather. No, no, fifty no. times. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just mean the thing no, where it's like, yes, oh, yes, yes, The Godfather that was the ultimate. You're in college and you're in a room full of people, and somehow it gets found out that you haven't. No, we're I wonder not what doing the new that. generation of that's Oh, you haven't seen Frozen? Like, what is the new generation going to be? All right, we'll see what happens. Let's do the count, and we got to get the show on the road. Uh, where I'm going to say three, two, one, start. And you have to hit start. Uh, you on have to start. hit the play button at the beginning at of the word start. It's yeah. on, it's on um, Prime Video if you guys want to watch it. If you want to rent it. Yes, we all we rented, rented it on it. Prime. Uh, we'll talk over it, too, though, so it's not like you need to watch along if you don't want to. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili mcdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece wick nuggets fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last Let's do it. I'm starting the countdown now. Three, two, one, start. All right. A couple little identifiers. We've got the new line. It's always the scariest part. Of Absolutely all. terrifying. Hitting the start. Is it all set up? Is it ready to go? Are we all? all right, new I'm line seeing. cinema. New Time, Time Warner, Warner Company, Company just popped up. Now we've got New Line Cinema Prisons just popped up. Yeah, same. And in association with Capella International. All right. Yep. That's enough identifiers. Right. Yes. Now we're just yes, going to start bitch. the show. Let's do this. Yes, bitch. Starts very seriously. So, I don't know. This is the second comedy we're really doing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becky. This didn't start as an SNL thing, no. right? Was Austin Powers like like strictly just the no, movie? No, however, this character is apt. It is not. It is not. I know that for a fact. This character, however, is completely based on Lorne Michaels. Really? And oh, I think yeah. it is basically, I think it's like a a show. I think if you watched a lot of Mike Myers on SNL and then watched Austin Powers, you would see that basically a lot of the characters kind of are extensions of characters he created on SNL, not in a direct way, but in an indirect way. Right. You know, the voices. Right. Gotcha. The, Whoa. But I've never done a Austin. I feel like Wizbrew will probably eventually do an Austin Powers, but I don't have any of that like pop-up video knowledge of this movie. Me neither. But I just I, as a as a extreme '90s SNL watcher, when I saw Austin Powers, 
I was like, oh, this is just like the most logic. It's like the full realization of everything Mike Myers was doing on SNL, you know, if that yes. makes sense. Gotcha. Yes. There we go. Here he is. It still is, it still is amazing that this movie became what it became. I mean, Austin Powers became an absolute cultural phenomenon. And I feel like it was a slow burn for the popularity of the first movie. But by the time the second movie came out, I mean, you were dog shit. You should be beaten in the streets if you weren't at that opening night. I'm already uh, laughing. I can't believe Jackie doesn't have bruises. Oh, it's, he is yeah, so funny. It's so great. It's so, he so, is so, so wonderfully funny. silly. And it's just and so we weird because really... I haven't seen it since probably <laughs> 1997, but it right. really is fucking, he's just it's so, so talented. And Maude London, you know, is such a, like Twiggy era is such a fun thing to make fun at. Of. Yeah. And so is he a fashion photographer? Like, um, oh, what's the guy with he's, the- He is Jay- the, Mayo in the hair, big no, head. He's just he does. He's a jack of all trades, international man of mystery. He's uh, James Bond. He's James Bond. Right. <laughs> very fun. It's, the costumes are yes. just. And it's one of those things like American Pie, where like the so many one liners and jokes have survived twenty years later that you forget yes. that the actual original thing was really oh, funny. Hive. Because yeah, many yeah, of the totally. jokes that survive yes. make it not funny anymore. But like now I'm watching and I'm like, oh yeah, he's so funny. Of course people wanted to watch him play a bunch of different characters in a movie. You know? uh, yeah. Oh, Mike Myers is amazing. It's crazy what happened with um <laughs> yeah, with the bleeding the parade. This whole opening sequence is It's such a so fun, funny. like musical but not musical. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> You're immediately I'm into the world. It. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, dancing in the street. Yes, Great huge choreograph marching band dance number. And you have to. Uh, th- I'm sure this did not have the craziest budget either. Right, uh, for it, sure. It, At least yeah, this it first looks one. like a expanded SNL skit, you know, but in a good way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he flips into the car. <laughs> And then just babes, dude. And Elizabeth Hurley in this made my. What did it do to your did penis, you Holden? <laughs> did you have to? That's an interesting. The eye lingered so hard. I was full cranberries mode. It turned it your penis into a cranberries song. Yes. A zombie. Okay, so this is nineteen ninety-seven. This is like, and everything. I think something that I miss in the Austin Powers franchise is that everything is a James Bond reference. But I'm not really a Bond head. Everything's a James Bond reference, but also like we hadn't quite. I think this is we were finally starting to get to lampoon like uh, uh, Adam West Batman stuff you know what I mean like it was finally like time to sort of take the piss out of this really silly time in entertainment you know yeah yeah Um, but then also really like play with you know for this it was like the swing in 60s and everybody's just fucking and there's no responsibilities and since then AIDS happened and all these things so it's taking the it's also making fun of like how absurd it was to be it is to be promiscuous like this in today you know what I mean and there's all these consequences and things like that and that's what Austin's gonna find out when he travels into the future spoiler alert whoa ouch I don't remember anything about the plot. You don't remember any of this? The Andy Warhol. We've got the. Oh, you don't remember anything about the plot? He goes in the future. 
It's the whole thing. Uh, right. They freeze him in uh, carbonite. Yeah, they cry, cry. In fact, that's like the first really funny bit. Right. <laughs> he just punched a woman. <laughs> it's a man, man. So funny. It's one of Dr. Evil's assassins. So great. Yeah, I think the the part where I was really like, wow, this is really genuinely hilarious was the part was the um the unfreezing section. And and surprise this is the first <laughs> she's a man man or you know, but uh she's it's a, not yeah. I don't it's not particularly transphobic. It's just like, no, that's a spy, you know. It's yeah, like not that's all it is. It's it's spy, spy humor. Yeah, it's like, not a. It's not. I mean, that's why I haven't stopped doing it for right. my stream because it's not the whole. What's funny to me is him thinking this is going on with this old woman later in the movie <laughs> and just ripping at an old woman's ha- real hair while she's going ah. ah! So it's more of a of a, of right. a, a physical abuse. Totally, joke. I couldn't. It was another one of those things where I couldn't remember. You know, much like Ace Ventura, if you revisit it, you're like, oh no. But in this case, you revisit it and you're like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, totally. Everything I'm sure will hold up completely fine in this movie. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> now that we had such a positive experience with American Pie, I'm going to be on an apology tour of '90s movies. Yeah, I saw. Someone they were else all be like, fine. But now I also understand the big boy yeah. reference, which I probably wouldn't have understood yeah. then. Yeah. Totally. I go to Bob's big now boy. Now we cut to the present. 1997. A great time, honestly. PlayStation's rocking the scene. Right. I'm, right, right. Yeah, give us a, give, like, paint the picture of 1997 Am I in, for you, Holden. I mean, I feel like high school was better for me. You're in high school. freshman year of the, high school. I believe so. I got I get my my PlayStation and Final Fantasy VII um, around this time. And I'm just, I'm in a, ba- I'm starting to get into a, serious about a band. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer uh, as concerned about fitting in or whatever and I've just given up on that you know it's a good time it's a good time I'm in sixth grade just uh you know it's a horny age and so to have a movie that's just all about horniness yes. was an interesting time for me I mean I I had a real problem with Heather Graham in the sequel oh yeah I had a real real issue yeah Heather like, Graham was, was the first like woman where I was like would I I was obsessed with her in the <laughs> she's really hot in the sequel so hot she's just a really yeah. hot so person hot. but she's very hot in the sequel oh my god I just was like I would actually yeah I was going to town. You weren't like lingering while watching Austin Powers. Dude, yeah, I definitely that, right? have some weird. No, no, no. It's definitely the Heather Graham stuff, especially. I, I would fast forward to certain parts of that movie and make wow. make bliss. Oh, my God. As this, they say. Just seeing this hallway reminded me of the, I think it's in this movie where he ha- tries to do a three the, point the, turn. The, the, tries to turn around. That's like one of the things we all remember is he's on the forklift and he's trying to do a, uh, he's trying to turn around in a very narrow hallway and it's absurd. Vanilla ice is cryogenically frozen. <laughs> Austin Powers has frozen himself. You're right, Holden. It is essential to the plot that he goes into the future. I didn't, I hadn't, I have not thought about this movie That's since I was a horny part. sixth grader, okay? That's the whole point is that he's fish out of water. Yes, he's- that's right. He's, uh, you know, dealing with the because he's the, the I mean, so much of the joking, like I said, is that he's this promiscuous swinging sixties, just sex fiend, and now he's like in a post 
AIDS epidemic, like po- like just everything has changed around the, around sex and and everything. And he's he needs he has to catch up. It's interesting too because the '90s was like a very puritanical Warm time. Liquid goo. Yeah. Yes. Warm liquid goo phase. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was more. The the nineties was massive, you know, uh, cultural <laughs> war. I think that was uh was that a Matrix reference? Actually, no, because I don't think Matrix came out. Matrix Had was come later. Out? Seemed like it when he's being unfrozen. I think what was the first Matrix? <laughs> uh, first Matrix was first Matrix ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Very fun stuff here. Just this whole <laughs> little sequence. He's being reawakened. He's so good with physical comedy, you know? He is. I remember this. is a yes. big <laughs> moment right here. This is a big moment. He's PA. This, oh. this very long piss was one of the big, like, oh, this movie's hilarious. I remember hearing about this part, and I was like, Tom Hanks did that in a league of their own. Like, that was, like, the where I ah. was. It was like. Uh, already happened. <laughs> it's like Jackie. That's not the. It same didn't matter. Thing. Long pisses were so Dumb. in for me at this time. Long pisses because were actually in. it was done way before either of those things. It was in. Uh, they're all gonna laugh at you. Uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, the comedy album had a track called "The Longest Piss." And it was done masterfully in that track. Really? And the guy even, he, yeah. Oh my God, you haven't heard The Longest Piss before? I feel like we need to pause the episode to go listen to The <laughs> Longest Piss. That, that was, to me, peak comedy in whatever year that came out. It was just a pit, a never-ending piss to the point where the guy gets concerned about his own pissing. <laughs> it's very, very funny. He's like, oh my God, oh my God, just keeps pouring out of him. But it's all audio, right? And there's this pause, and then he farts, and then he keeps pissing. It was one of the funniest things I've ever just <laughs> ever witnessed. <laughs> Who are these people? Mike Myers looks so young. Isn't that a oh, weird thing to go back and watch movies that came out when you were a young person, and then you realize all the people in them are very young? We should have a yeah, and that they're like younger than yeah. you are yeah, now. Yeah, watching right. These. Totally. Yeah, we should have a quotable like. I'm having trouble enjoying. Like that's all right. That's drink, already yeah, drink. Drink every time there's like an extremely famous quotable line. Yeah, we get in ten a.m. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll get to I mean, it. Honestly, it's a million. Oh yeah, this also has help. Help! I'm trapped in a nutshell. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Wait, both of Dr. those then later is Anchorman referencing both of those jokes because he says I'm glad I'm trapped in a glass cage of emotion, and he also yes. has a whole bit the well, yeah, Anchorman, which was an extension of an SNL Robert Goulet bit about how he can't no, not Robert Goulet, a different bit in that Will Ferrell did an SNL about how he can't control the volume of his voice. MJ, I can no longer hear a word you're saying. Oh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley, Hurley is there. Entered. Oh, All right. Elizabeth Hurley has entered. Now, the has film. Hugh Grant cheated on her with a sex worker at this point in history? Yeah, because that happened 95. in 1995. Remember we just did this so it's already a post. I mean, talk about people not understanding the actions of a man. I mean, I, there were so many horny for Elizabeth Hurley dudes that were like, Hugh, what are you doing, man? You got the you got the one. You know what I mean? But this just goes to show yeah. everyone can be cheated That's on. You can be 
the you can be Beyonce. It doesn't matter. Mm. Your ass will get cheated on. Jackie, MJ, Holden. <laughs> yeah, we're getting cheated on. Oh, we're getting I'm cheated sure on. Alexi's in the other room begging the mailman or something. Cheating right yeah. now? I'd, I'd say I'm fine with it, though. Should I call Jeff at work? <laughs> right now? I, yeah. We're at the workplace. I just call him immediately and say, are you cheating on me right now? <laughs> Um, Elizabeth Hurley was such a fucking bombshell in this movie. There's also the Fembots as well. Or is it the Fembots? What are they called again? The, I think they're uh, called Fembots. <laughs> yeah, it was also them. Danger's my middle name. This is that time period in, I mean, we had this so much. Last National Lampoon's Vacation with, um, who was that in the car? Like every big silly summer comedy had to have this like male gaze. <laughs> what What happened? Sorry, just he went uh, the, a necklace with the male symbol, and the way uh, the way like Mike Myers looked at her <laughs> was just very very funny. <laughs> and the, the penis, penis is pump. larger, pup. This it's Swedish. Why is it Swedish? The receipt <laughs> for the penis Swedish. <laughs> Why does he have a credit card receipt for the penis is larger? <laughs> oh my god am i about to realize that this movie taught me everything i know about comedy because yes. it is like here's how you hide your joke <laughs> this is how you hide yeah exactly this, totally hiding it now the sweetest made penis larger pumping me written by austin powers you could just you should you could just isolate that clip and be like this is heightening this is what yeah, heightening is pure heightening pure heightening Um, How old is Elizabeth Hurley in this? I don't know. So young. Yeah, so young. So she's old. still got it now. I follow her on Instagram. She still makes <laughs> I love how horny you are. angry. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, dude. For no, sure. How old is she? Dude, b- uh, uh, what was the one with uh, the whale in it? Um, Bewitched? No, it's not Bewitched. Bede- bedeviled? Bewitched. It's the one with Elizabeth Hurley. The old man in the sea. No, no, no. The way, what's his name? Uh, ben, uh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser and her in Bedeviled. What is that movie? I used to literally rent it just to jerk off to Beguiled, it. Not right? beguiled, bro. Bedazzled. Is bedazzled. it bedazzled? Oh, yes. I lo- it was bedazzled. I love the 60s like dance interstitials. Yeah, the quick interstitials. This had so many things in it that you wouldn't expect. And like one of the biggest ones was like, we get the Austin Powers thing, but the Dr. Evil side had so much funny stuff. I will uh, actually be quiet during the Dr. Evil uh, monologue in group therapy with uh, his son. That is one of my favorite comedy monologues of all time. Yeah. It makes me laugh. We're going to try to talk a lot just so that if you are listening to this and you're not watching Austin Powers. It's not just a podcast of silence, but there are going to be times that where that one moment I'm in a we will have a moment of silence for that speech. It is so. Is funny. that in? Is that the? Is that the end of Will Ferrell in this movie? I think he. I think the joke is he keeps coming back. Ah, uh, gotcha. I'm so badly burned, but yeah. I'm alive. <laughs> yes, this is the joke. And they do. They run this joke again. Sorry, I just no, ruined the joke. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Jackie. I just ruined they the joke. Dig it. Much like SNL, it's a lesson in heightening, and it is also yes. sometimes a lesson in just taking the joke ten seconds or ten minutes farther than it needs to go. Yeah, they call it the farther. rule of a million. So there's the rule of threes and the rule of a million. So you either do can only do one joke three times or heighten three times or 
you uh, can beat it to death until it's not funny anymore, and then it becomes funny again. Well, there's also, in between that, there's the rule of, I think, uh, Kurt Braunhaler called it the rule of 29, and the Kurt and Kristen bit, Kristen Shaw is a horse, was that you had to just do it. They did Kristen Shaw is a horse for as long as they possibly could until they were, like, blue in the face and out of breath, and it was a similar before a million, right. but after three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, so speak Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's still screaming about yes. getting out. I'm very badly burned. Oh my god! The amount that I quoted this movie through middle school. You shot me. You shot me right in the eyes. But this keeps going into the second movie too. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> Just waiting, to, hoping he's finally dead. <laughs> Um, she's great in this too. She's such a good. What is that actress's name? Yeah, well, she's this? in so many good comedies from this time period. Always holds it down. Mindy Sterling. Yeah, she's so funny, man. She's in. She, you know, Frau Farbissen's name comes from the Yiddish word Farbissen, which is usually used in conjunction with punim, meaning face. <laughs> Farbissen punim describes a dour, pinched, or forbidding face. I mean, who throws a shoe? Didn't this guy go to jail for like murdering somebody? By the way, <laughs> who the actor who that plays guy? the oddball character? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> His lucky charms. <laughs> Always after me, lucky charms. Everyone thinks it's funny. <laughs> we think it's funny too. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's a television commercial. Oh my god! I just quoted this movie so insufferably much. In six from sixth grade till ninth grade. Honestly, we recently rewatched Anchorman, uh, and I did the same thing where I was just like, "Man, all, all we, we did, did was quote was talk to each other." Same, in and my quotes. entire high school life could be summed up in Anchorman quotes. We just compulsively could not stop quoting Anchorman and Napoleon and Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. Was... Now I'm trying to find this dude to make sure I'm right or wrong. Oh, Cindy Margolis was a fembot? That makes sense. Cindy Margolis, she was the most downloaded woman on the internet. Remember when that was a thing? <laughs> I remember. What a horny time. I can't find the guy, but I'm pretty sure there's a dark back there's a dark story. <laughs> he grabs the cat and he grabs his arm. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Blackmail. Uh oh, Harry and Megan. Oh my God, MJ, you missed quite a, a go off session on Harry and Megan in the left. Really? Oh I, I feel like that happens every few weeks. I miss a go off on Meghan Markle session. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had lots yeah. to yell about.
Man, shooting for this must have been a nightmare for Mike Myers, though. Yeah. Like, he must have just been on, like, on every single day. Yeah. I know. I would love, I really would love the 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 pop history, if you will, of Austin yeah, Powers yeah. and, like, what, because obviously this was, like, a massive, I mean, he was already a superstar from Wayne's World, but I wonder how the ways in which this changed his career to have something that was so quotable and so like he you know it's not like you never recover from a movie like this because that makes it all sound so negative but in a way it's just like well this then just defines your entire career despite everything that became that came before and after right so you think that laid the groundwork for him to be able to accept (laughs) i guess shrek because i mean the shrek's voice is fat bastard's voice right it's like they're the same you know yeah pretty much and then you know and it was the love guru that really tanked everything but the love guru really fell flat for a lot of reasons. Like, he, I think just something happens to us all. Like, I think if you're that hot on a comedy, you're going to, like, lose it in the future. Like, you, you get so successful. It's like the that's Adam what I'm Sandler thinking. syndrome. Yeah, that's it what I'm thinking. Got, it almost is kind of sad was so watching hacky. <laughs> Because it yeah, was, yeah. it's so funny, but it became One this thing that was kind dollars. of like, it, it just got so, you know, it became, <laughs> everyone was so over it eventually. Yeah, that, yeah. You know. Well, I think his biggest mistake was making another like movie centered around a horny guy that's really good at sex. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that was the whole like we just did that. So Love Guru was so horny also. And and I think the moment it passed for that and it was just like really bad. It was it just didn't have billion dollars. And there was so much. I feel like this was a time where like I there was obviously there was always movies that became kind of offshoots from SNL cast members and and I, they were always like really hit, or, hit really really hit or really 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 miss. And yeah. somehow Austin Powers was one that hit it was like he was an SNL star who's then continued to be a star after SNL. But it's then hard it's to like, do, but it's very possible right. like to, to trajectory into it. I would I wanted to actually make the case for is is Austin Powers the last truly huge comedy blockbuster that like literally, you know, got the same kind of marketing and business that like superhero movies or like Barbie or whatever gets today. I mean, I guess Barbie's now a comedy too, right? Kind of returning with it. But this was something that was like on Burger King. Totally. Happy meals and stuff in a way that like never happened after. Like we, we've talked a lot about this, Jake and I and Wizard the Bruiser about like what happened to the comedy movie. You know, Mm -hmm. we talk about Barb and Star, how that was like one of the last bastions of so good. That's such a great, that kind of, comedy is like kind of dead in terms of what like these kinds of comedies used to be. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody on a podcast talking about how um and I think I kind of agree like something happened with superhero movies and and these big blockbuster movies where I think and I think because movies got so expensive to go see in the theater too, it was like kind of combined that like MCU movies became like a constant output and the norm, these giant multi-million dollar, billion dollar productions that, and then movies became like $25 to go see. And I think in people's minds, like they're like, why would I go see a comedy when I, I, I'm, if I'm going to spend 25 bucks, I want to see something that cost a billion dollars to make. You know what I mean? That's interesting because there was a whole, I feel like there was the whole, like, Do yeah, this bit. <laughs> Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, I fell over. What? She's saying, I will never have sex with you, even if you're yeah, the last and I'm man lost. on Earth. And I was the last Lost and how hot she is at this point, especially. Especially with her messy, yeah, with messy oh, hair. like kind of messy hair. Yeah, and this, have you ever slept on a circle bed like that? Uh, no. I think I, I was, was thinking at a about hotel the, once I feel like I was thinking bed. about the circle bed the other day and it, and how weird that is and how no one actually like sleeps on one at home, but for some reason it's hornier in uh, a romantic it's it, what makes the circle bed more romantic? You can get more posi- positions going. <laughs> I guess. Or something. Why does the circle bed equal sex bed? I don't I've never quite I think it's just because it's different and it's what you don't have in your yeah, own home. novelty. So it like so it's so it is a hotel bed usually. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's it's just that it's in sexy hotel. Like I was at a hotel that was very like sex themed. Ooh, did you go to a sexy this was not hotel? For, even for my own sex purposes? It was for it was like somebody's Aww. wedding. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to do like a fun love hotel or whatever. But yeah, yeah. It's so weird that the round bed. Wait, that's Dr. That's Evil. That's Dr. Evil's son. They froze his sperm and this they thought that he the wasn't going to come back and parts, they made him a son. One of the funniest parts of the movie is the, the Seth Green's <laughs> ca- character as his son trying to reconnect. Like him and Dr. Evil tried to reconnect with their relationship in this genuine way. It was the real age <laughs> I'm, of I'm Seth hip. Green. Oh, this is so good. This is one of my favorite parts. Holden, this is going to be you with Wendy. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I'm a freaking Frankenstein. Wow, we just have back-to-back scenes of Mike Myers' character trying to to touch touch someone who doesn't want to be touched. And neither of them is that bad, (laughs) despite the fact that the scene with Elizabeth Hurley is literally him throwing himself at her as she's saying no. Literally him just trying to make sex happen with her. It's so campy that it's it's not even... I'm falling over. Well, I think he does a really good job of coming off as both incredibly horny and desperate for sex at all times and also incredibly harmless. Yeah. Um, there's something about his character. Yes. Well, easier line then than now, (laughs) I feel like. Yeah, right. Right. That joke just probably wouldn't be in a movie now, but in this movie, it's fine. It's okay. But again, that's the whole joke they're playing off of that it was a lot, it was a different time in the 60s. You know, in the 60s, a rape was on the menu. You know what I mean? (laughs) But uh, now I'm just kidding. Shall we shag now? Shall we shag later? Yeah, it's surprising <laughs> how not how it doesn't feel bad <laughs> to, for the that? fact that he's just relentlessly coming on to her. Well, he gets away with. I mean, that's how you get away with stuff if you make it that he's out of time, fish right, out of water. Right. If that is what you you do, you make it, then then it's okay. You can get away with more stuff. Ish. I mean, not today because people are. Like, eh, eh. I'm talking on X. Oh, you and your X's. (laughs) And I'm not talking about past. I mean, it's impossible to make. I mean, dude, did you see the new news? And I'm not making any comments about it, but like, 
Bradley Cooper must be beside himself right now because everyone is being like, "What? What? Who's who's the character?" I mean, he's no Leonard Bernstein. What, he's Leonard Bernstein, the famously no hot what, man, by the way, Leonard Bernstein. No matter what, he poured himself into a character role, like trying to get an Oscar. Like this is a big swing for him, clearly. And all people can talk about is how big is that? And everyone is immediately is like, Jewish "What guy. are they doing?" I feel, I don't, yeah, it's not his fault. No, fine. Then we should give more shit to. Uh, what's his name for the teeth uh, in that Queen movie? That was egregious <laughs> as well. I feel. Oh my God, Remy no, Malek! Oh my God, those teeth! Those, the, those giant teeth were bad. I think he teeth. got a lot of shit for that. But yes, yeah. the, the nose, the nose. Yes. Bradley Cooper's nose. But I don't in think the Bernstein was biopic like, is anti-Semitic. But this is the thing. Like, I don't think anybody was trying to be like, yeah, let's let's shove it but that's, to the Jews. But Holden, that's how these things work. No one's that's right. of course they weren't trying to do that. They were just right. like, he's just a big nose guy. You know, that's how anti-Semitic. <laughs> you don't always have to be a Nazi. You can be like a right. nice guy who's like, let's make this cartoonishly large nose. All, all, in in that type of situation, though, all I can think about is Bradley Cooper sitting in his like living room, or whatever, just crushed. He just worked so hard in that movie. You yeah. know he did. You know he wasn't trying to come off. You know. And oh he's yeah. Just I mean, like, it's not. Fuck. Some... And everyone's mad at the Snow White lady as well. I was reading about that as well. And this is, of course, the soup Nazi from SNL. By the way. Yes, that's who it is. Right? I was trying that's to figure from, it out. Uh, sorry, sorry, I was trying to figure my bad. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, that's soup Nazi. Henry got to meet him, and he sent me a picture that's with awesome. him like like a month ago. And he's like, "Look, who I got a picture with." And I was like, "I have <laughs> no idea who that is, Henry." But also, to be fair, this is soup Nazi. What introduce thirty years later? Myself. I love that. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> well, yeah, his name is number two. I forgot about that. Ha, I She's get hot it. too. I remember having oh, yeah. a lot of vagina. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of vagina. I remember, I remember that one. A lot some of vagina. Yums for her as well. I bet, man. Well, she had a lot of vagina. <laughs> it, it, you know, and it's funny too, because even Barb and Star, everything, it always has to have horniness. Barb and Star also has silly horniness. Oh, yes. Barb and Star is amazing. It's so funny how it always had that we've got. Why? What is that? Why do we need, like, we need Seder in our big silly comedies like we need to you know what i mean like the ancient greeks used to do the satyr plays they were they had like fake penises and stuff it's like what 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 is it about sex and comedy that has it like has to be injected in it because sex is funny yeah. it really is if you think about it you know it's like you're making weird noises things are going on things and it's things messy are up against other people stuff. It's messy. people look yeah, ridiculous like, doing grief, it like this yeah that we go through so much to just to get it. It's entirely human. Yeah, and that's why it's... I guess it's like anything. It, like, when people are like, I never laugh during sex, where it's like, I, I mean, I guess that's good for you, but, like, I have to If laugh anyone... Sometimes. I know, I saw someone tweet, and I wanted to respond to them. I, I It was a comedian tweet, though, so it's like, I don't want to be that... T- Whoa, Tom yeah, Arnold. Yes, Tom. Oh, well, this is great. This is a classic bit. You're gonna... Oh, this is a... But Jackie probably won't love This is not ja- in Jackie's wheelhouse for classic bits, but it, this is a shitting bit, essentially. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the first time I heard the phrase courtesy flush, and that actually helped me my public shitting game. Because I didn't realize, like, really? I, I never thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, in the middle of a really stinky shit, you can just flush the toilet and, like, get the stink out of there. Yeah. You get it out I mean? of there. 
But anyway, so there's no actual shitting Jackie. It's it's shitting noises because of this. Oh, gotcha. With his lucky charms. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and wait, why is Dr. Evil trying to kill Austin Powers? Because it's Austin Powers, they're nemeses. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, and I mean, he was brought back to. He was brought. <laughs> hey, to, partner, come on, you got to relax. He, Don't. Force yeah, yeah, it. exactly. Courtesy flush is huge, though, man. I did. I never even thought about it. You know, you might get a little spray. You know, you might get a little splash on your, on your talks, but <laughs> talks. <laughs> Who does <laughs> Who does number, number two, two work for? Work for? <laughs> That's right. Show that to her. Who's boss. <laughs> Who does number two work for? So funny. Yeah, I do love it. And also, this is such a funny take on it. Instead of him just being mortified, he's like coaching him, he's like helping him. Go, like it just to get him through. See, this is honestly, this is my uh, kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, humor. this is good. No actual shitting's happening. No, no shitting. shitting. We just sounds like it is. I mean, do you think that his lucky charm? This is like the most. I don't even want to ask this question because it feels <laughs> like a re- comedian reactionary question. But do you think that, like, even watching a scene like that, there's nothing offensive about it, but it also is kind of hard to imagine that scene be- come being in a movie in 2023, right? Because it just feels right. like sensibilities have shifted along oh, yeah. with some of the kind of evolving conversations about like how to not be offensive to people. Uh, and that scene wasn't offensive to anybody, but it's also still feels like a product of its time. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes, completely. <laughs> I mean, even this scene right here where you have the mountain, yeah. you have a geisha, right, you've right. got like, I mean, even this Cause he's scene- talking about all the, he's talking to like all the world representatives. Yeah. That's funny. And obviously, comedians talk all the time about like can't even make jokes anymore. Like, not good comedians, but bad comedians. But I wonder if there's like, I I don't know. It's it's interesting to see this kind of like the most popular comedy of its time and watch all of the bits and being like, this bit wouldn't age well. This bit wouldn't age well. Even though there's like not anything super wrong with any of them per se, they just feel. Dated They've now. just been re- well, well, <laughs> the, t- for multiple reasons. Be- they're also incredibly dated, yeah. Because uh, Austin Powers two and three came out and recycled most of Ma- these yeah, bits. That's yeah, right, right. This this is, laughing bit is again, yeah. and this this bit has been done a million times right. by a million people. These bits live in our head for decades. I do like they just keep laughing and keep laughing. But this was hilarious to me. I mean, this extension of the joke, the laughter is very. It really is the SNL formula of just like take a good bit and then keep going, keep going, keep going. Go, go, go with sometimes it. Sometimes yeah. it'll work. Sometimes Honestly, it won't. Honestly, it's better. I, I think it's so much better than the rule of three, which like, you know, so many comedy schools abide by yeah. of like the rule of three where it's like, nah, man, just take it. Run well, with what it. Is... See, make it funny. Make it go from being not funny to funny yeah. again. I think the smartest thing about it, honestly, is just the sheer fact that we are never stuck with Dr. Evil or Austin Powers 
uh, too much. Yeah. Because they keep switching back and forth, but you're getting Mike Myers the whole time. That, you're you right. Know? It's kind of essential because they both are really annoying characters, but they yeah, work like, in balance we we with each other. They wouldn't be palatable for like an, to hold an entire movie, but and because I again I was going into it, I just remember the Doctor Evil stuff all like being the surprisingly most funny stuff in the movie. Right. But you thought the movie the whole time was going to be you know this kind of stuff with Austin Powers, which also this was class. Again, this, this has been done. How many times has this been done? she's holding up the microphone he's stretching behind her and she just keeps holding up different items in front of where he's naked and stretching and there just is a it's just a a running bit of what other items can be held in front of his dick to stop his dick I feel like this has been done before Austin Powers as well but how many times have you seen this bit like we're holding up things in front of the genitals it's always fun it's always now I can't stop Wait, so they banged already? <laughs> Jeez, the sausage. <laughs> the, the sausage. Did they bit. bang? Did they bang? Is that what happened at this point? I don't think they have. I think they're just sharing a space. Okay, they're just, he's just a Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't won her over nude. yet. He hasn't, yeah, romanced her yet. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Hey, Holden, first time here. I think they haven't, or have they? Because no, I do I th- know he. I think you're right, Holden. He, I think he was just sleeping naked. And because she was just having a conversation with her mom and her mom was explaining like, well, yeah, this is just what people used to be like in the 60s. So that's she was kind of explaining the premises. Holden explained it. This is a culture shock for him. Oh, was I listening? <laughs> I, now I can't stop. Not just staring at the dick I'm very jokes? worried about the fact that I'm basically just explaining jokes for people who are listening to this podcast. And and I didn't really <laughs> consider that that was, is what an Austin Powers watch. Uh, yeah, is, but, but that's OK. We're finding it. We're finding inroads to yeah. talk about other stuff. Um, just like, do you want to listen I, to someone describe the jokes in Austin Powers? Because that's what we're doing. <laughs> no, also, I, I remember the romancing the stone over here. Now yeah, we're Mr. getting Bert into Bacharach. it. Ooh, I will say in this time period, I think that this was like the weird, like bully time period of my life where I was like, I don't watch uh-huh. comedies. And so I think that's why I was virtually so against it. Like, what? Because it was very popular and you could very much, if you were like the year before, I would have been like, I don't watch popular movies. You know, so you could have had a stake. You could have planted your little stake to be like, I'm not going to watch this. Yes. This was way more like when I was watching I Know What You Did last summer. Like, this is when I was like, this is, I was like 11. I started getting like mm-hmm, edgy, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah, dude. This, yeah. This was about don't as mainstream the... as you could get. This was the year don't I was trying to be popular. Don't look into the dude who played Random Task, the guy who throws the shoe. It is dark. Oh, yeah. It's very dark. Yeah, a lot of very bad stuff. I want to have this date night in Vegas. I'm going to Vegas next week. Should I be doing this? Yes. They're playing Twister, guys. I called him Oddball before, but he's Odd Job. But also, can we talk about how amazing Twister was for people that wanted to get close to other Uh, people and what a nightmare it was for family? Yeah, Twister Twister really was huge back in our day, and it was always like, this is just trying to, yeah, get people... Oh man, I didn't even know yes, we did the escalator, the escalator bit and, and all, all that this stuff. That's because I love these. That's bits. what really popularized this. the The escalator for I mean, we all used to know about the 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 stairs and the escalator, but doing the the canoe, the canoe, and the elevator. Yeah, that was all. 
He's very good help, at help. it. Help, help, I'm trapped in a nutshell. There you go. See, now it's good. Would you, okay, question. Yes, I'd have sex with her. I mean, I know my yeah, answer. Yeah, fuck her. Would you have had sex with this man? <laughs> oh, oh, Austin, would you have, uh, would, does Austin do it for you, MJ? I mean, at the time I was so disgusted by him and now I'm like, Mike Myers is kind of cute. I've, I, and like, especially because he like, doesn't know any this better. Like, oh, he no, just like I'm has this zeal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Uh, but, uh, but Holden, let's this was say, my dream, right? looked almost exactly the same, but what if Austin Powers was a woman? Uh, would you have sex with this? With no, this I mean, what for me though? I mean, come on, this is like my idol. Like this guy's got bad teeth, and he's he's by all constructs generally not a. Also, because you're drunk, it's not right. Yeah, that would oh. all also turn me. This on. is actually cool. This, by the way, this yeah, is a cool moment. This is a cool you're moment drunk, in a movie that you did right. not see a lot. Wow. Where he's like. And this is definitely like a save the cat kind of thing. Like uh-huh. early on, you see him be a gentleman and have like boundaries, and that makes you like him way more, right? Um, Honestly, yeah. I'm insanely surprised by you're, you're drunk and that's yeah, yeah. not yeah. Okay. You, you like I but I know he's but that's a gentleman's kind of the vibe, but like of expectations, and also it is this is the it's a little late in the movie, but this is the save the cat right that we needed to make us want him to be with her and Love like yeah. him and and li- and like him yeah. and and really it's, su- extra it's so true uh, uh, yeah like i expected to his like horniness to to not age well because it's I like mean, he's throwing he's literally throwing himself at women but then it turns out he's actually really respectful wow uh, yeah. are we about to redeem the entire 1990s i mean it's or at least powers in american stuff. pie yeah, I want to find the good shit. We're, we're watching the safe stuff. I want, I want the good stuff. What doesn't hold up for what real? Doesn't, doesn't hold, hold up, up for real. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm, again, the movie waiting. You can watch that in your but own. But it was time just the bad Epsler. I mean, where was it? A lot of stuff. It w- except for the fact that that was the entire movie. Was that like it was just like it wasn't funny and it didn't. It, it just like wasn't. It wasn't yeah. funny. It was all like showing each other your balls, which like, sure, all right, show each other your balls. But then it was showing each other your balls, calling them the Epsler, and then like slapping them in the face. And like that was so much of what the movie was that I was like, Come right, on, right, guys. right. Come on. I'm done with this. Yeah, I everyone was I'm saying surprised. by the way. Go ahead. Road trip. I kept saying the blonde Asian woman, like kind of MacGuffin or or not MacGuffin, but like, yeah, I guess she is kind of a MacGuffin in the movie. I kept saying that was a road trip thing, but apparently I'm confusing that with a National Lampoon movie that came out around the same time. And it's not road trip that they did that. So Salma Hayek. (laughs) China. China. So hot. I mean, I forgot really an all-star cast. I think that was also kind of fun, right? To see like a lot of like serious actors be in this extremely Um, ridiculous movie, you know? And being hot as shit. Being hot as shit. And all the costumes are so confusing for me. Or, or, but also everything to me. I mean, I mean, looking up to this guy. I mean, this is what I my dream. 
It was just to be funny and horny and that a gentleman and that spy. gets you by, you know, and people just love it. I uh oh man. And also the, by this point too, I mean Selma Hayek in Desperado for me. I mean, I know people also say from Dust Till Dawn, but man, it was just you couldn't do any better. I mean, this was just I have to go home right now. Like I'm hanging <laughs> out my buddies, but I gotta go home, dude. <laughs> Remember when you, you were that horny? You were like, I have to leave the place I'm at. <laughs> no. And I, go take I care of this. Think... Or is this Selma Hayek? I'm fairly sure if you have a vulva, you don't have to right. uh, go through those right. things, which is a very nice uh, ass. Or this is it. a lot of, this isn't Selma Hayek, is it? No. I kept thinking it was Selma Hayek for some reason. But yeah, she could do it. No, her name is Fabiana Udenio. Rock and roll, dude. Same kind of type, though. You know what I mean? Lexi's peering in. She's hearing the howls of horniness. Uh-oh, his horniness. Lexi's feeling... Oh, yes. If you need to go have sex with I your wife right now, I'll allow it. I rent this movie and fast forward to this part, for sure. Which is so conflicting, because then you have this weird guy with a hairy chest also in your scenario. He's covering his nipples. Gravy, baby. It is such a strange experience to revisit both American Pie and this and realize how good they both are and also, how they are also, so not ever going to be made like this again. Also, also, they had to do the, you're too drunk, we can't have sex, because right after that, he's going to like kind of cheat on her with a lot of vagina. Well, right. that was, I was just about to say this. If I was younger, I'd be like, he's cheating on her. But that well, was an adult. I'm like, but he's not but he cheating is, on her. Like, in the not- movie, he is. Like, when he's like, yeah, I shagged her. Because in his world, you can be promiscuous like that in the you know, swinging 60s or whatever. Right. I feel like we've come back around to that as long as you uh, communicate. Right. Absolutely. Man, just... So I'm so glad that it's like a fog of war, but it's a fog of horniness. I'm so glad that's lifted. I, it was too much. It was just too all encompassing. Are you talking about your your pubescence? Yeah, just like around this time was so challenging to like exist. <laughs> I think it sounds kind of not fun, but kind of interesting to be so. I was always fascinated by like teen boy horniness because they really, my friends described it in a way that really made it sound pretty agonizing. Yeah, kind of. It's like a lot. It's sort of a lot. That's what was crazy about these movies too because it's like people would be watching these movies with like their family That's and shit, That's you know what, what I mean? remember. I think I watched this at least with my mom and it is so funny and I think we were like, this is really funny <laughs> but then obviously just like all of the sex stuff is just like, oh God, kill me. Right. Yeah, I bet. But also, like, rent this later from Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, all the time. It was like every movie had to have some uncomfortable thing on movie watch night. I don't think that's as true. And I think maybe that's why the... That's part of the instinct, I think, of this newer generation. Yeah, the fembots. That's this new generation, I think, has been like, can we just get it out of the... I want to just watch a movie with my parents and not want to, like, throw up. Right. Wait, was Doctor Evil also from 1967, and he was also frozen? Yes, I don't think he was right? frozen. He went into space. Did that like? Did they explain it because of that? I don't know. He definitely was from the past because that was why they made Seth Green. They made they froze his sperm. Mm. 
Okay. Sorry for the dumb. Yeah, so they're questions. like rivals from the 60s, now both yeah. in the 90s. Yes. Okay, so that's why the fembots are in the 60s yeah. style. Yes. Yeah, fembots too. This is, you know, the tit guns and everything. Yeah, and I remember at the time, I think there was a little bit of discourse about the fembots being problematic too, you know, because... Uh, how, how so? Even in 97? Well, I, I maybe... Maybe I'm wrong. I remember it being like... I definitely like, remember being like, Mom, Dad, I think the fembots are gaslighting me. And they were like, what the well, fuck are you talking like about? Well, not like that. But I, I think that maybe it was just... maybe the, I don't know. Maybe it was just some discussion. I remember people being like, their nipples turn into guns is... Yeah, is, that's super cool. Wow, how cool is that? I yeah, remember a lot of people being I like, that's I can't even find cool. the problem. So I don't... Maybe I'm wrong. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I can't even... I couldn't even give you like nah, a feminist nah, nah. text I, for I why their nipples no turn into having, guns is bad. I, I remember no one having an issue with this or pretty much anything. You know what people had an issue with? Uh, South Park. People had an issue with kids saying dirty words in cartoons and that kind of thing. Yeah, that, because and I, that was, I think there was a lot of panic around the South Park movie. Well, and that was the thing about the out. 90s, right? A lot of the panic, I think if there was any kind of like hemming and hawing about Austin Powers, it was just, it was so misplaced because it was just about the idea of sex in general. It was like, I feel like there was a yeah. lot of kind of like maybe like misplaced kind of second wave-ish feminism of like, this is objectifying women that was direct. I was thinking about this recently because I but we've been playing the Barbie girl, uh, like the uh, original yeah. Barbie girl song so much for the kids. And I remember there was, that was very controversial. And it was like, this is yes. so dehumanizing. Well, anything you know, that, you can touch, that, you can play, you can say I'm always yours. The moral panic always exists around the concept of indoctrinating children just as much back yes, then as it is now. Totally. If not, it's more now. It's more, honestly, because people yeah. are afraid that we're all trying to force <laughs> children to watch drag queens perform so that they'll become gay and trans right. as if that's a thing at all. That as <laughs> Sorry, he's talking about carnies and nomads and how he's scared yeah, of them. Yeah, he hates And carnies. how nomads have small <laughs> Yeah, he hands. hates carnies and nomads. Yeah, yeah. It's all the little... That's the the thing with Austin Bowers, it's not like the bigger moments that you remember from the trailers and stuff. It's all the little jokes that fill it out that make it so fun. Totally. And are so like impressive. There's so many weird jokes in it. And that's kind of what made Wayne's World work. You know, why did they come to me to die? Why did they come to me to die? It's like all these, it's all the stuff that's like outside of the big moments that, that are just, you're just so happy. It's, that's what why Barbara Starr is so great. You're just like, wow, I can't believe they like let that be in the movie. Like, I can't believe they like. <laughs> this yes, is your scene. Here it is. Here it is. He's attacking He's the only head, baby. <laughs> Such a mother. It's a man, baby. It's a man, <laughs> baby. <laughs> why won't this wig come off? It's just reaching at an old woman's hair. It's so funny. But also, you're right because you're so right about what you said before because like I thought that they were, I thought it was more like not nice not holding up jokes that were, but that it's actually it's absurdity the, it's, it's all maybe. absurd it's but totally it, fine yeah it's all and it's also like it's yeah. spy yeah. humor like it really it's like it has nothing humor. to do it has nothing to do yes. with gender identity oh, it's all oh, about yeah, there's no is. trans joke underlying that I'm she's a man baby I'm surprised by that because yeah. I thought it, I thought that there. I thought that this was going to be another American Pie where we're like, oh, no, that's, you know where they? Well, there's that right. one. You know where they scene, did but, it in? Uh, they did it in Naked Gun Two as well with the guy in the wheelchair and the 
Ted. Yeah, uh, I well, naked the, gun. The I mean, mark of the Whistler's mother and the whole thing, like and that whole thing where they just like torture that guy because he thinks he has the wrong, right guy. And yeah, okay. So this is All the right, monologue. This is your scene that you love, Holden. Yeah, yeah. Once we get to it, <laughs> is wait, is that Carrie okay, Fisher? So is, yeah, it's Carrie I love Fisher. That. This is just so funny that he's in a like. You know, it's in like an elementary school <laughs> classroom, Evil. In elementary school counseling. classroom doing like a group council with fathers and their sons. You would never think. You would never really think. I mean, Seth Green is so funny in this movie. Yeah, like, Seth Green is funny in this movie. He kills it. By the way, Mini Me, not till the sequel. Right, forgot about Mini Me. <laughs> He's going to take over the world when I die. (laughs) 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 I like animals. And and evil vet. An evil vet. (laughs) An evil petting zoo. Oh, man. So this is like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so funny that it's just this <laughs> dynamic is such a funny choice and you would never mix like in in the genre of action of like comedy before this like let's say like hot shots or something like that this would be way wackier the fact instead that they're like no no, no let's <laughs> let's force him to have like a real moment with his son right it's such a good choice all right but th- I think this really opened up the door Here. for um, for uh, what's his name, Seth Green to yeah. play in Can't Hardly Wait. Uh-huh. To. Yeah, yeah. All right, here it is. Here's the monologue. All right, we're hearing about his childhood. It's gonna get quiet for a second. <laughs> the lingerie owner. <laughs> Pigeon fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> With webbed feet. <laughs> he, invented the question. <laughs> he invented the question mark. He keeps chestnuts of being lazy. <laughs> General Malaise. <laughs> the genius was us that let's say love it. <laughs> Luge lessons. <laughs> Meat helmets. <laughs> Pretty standard. <laughs> Just everyone look up the Dr. Evil monologue. <laughs> we have to stop. There's nothing like a short. Did everyone look up? So all of this happens in Vegas. Yeah. This is all yeah. done in Fuck Vegas. It. Look up the Doctor Evil monologue. It's one of the funniest comedy monologues. That's amazing. I want. I wish that I knew about it. I would have done it in like an. He accused yes. chestnuts of being lazy. <laughs> the general malaise that the genius possesses the insane limits. So funny. Shagger oh, yeah. Rock, You're right. Yeah, so this is him being like, yeah, what's wrong with it? I fucked But it. he doesn't know because, yeah, it's the swinging. For him, he's coming out of the swinging 60s when everybody was just banging and it was fine. 
and no pr- protection. Only sailors, <laughs> only use, sailors, condoms. Use, condoms. only sailors use condoms. Uh, it's such a funny monologue. <laughs> I, I, that is like cla- that is is one of the greatest comedy monologues in my opinion. And it comes out of nowhere. I love how like random that scene is. You never would think he'd be like in in group counseling with his son. All that shit is what made this movie pop for me when I was younger. Like that, it's just so surprising and weird. Also, this scene between him and Elizabeth Hurley is really good where he's like, mm-hmm. she's like yeah. saying like, you have to get with it. Like, and he's like, but she didn't mean anything to me. I think he literally goes and like watches a bunch of like, Oh yeah, she says news to the reports. 90s, you'll be very lonely, yeah. and then yeah, he tries to catch up. I forgot about yeah. that sequence. He's got to catch up with the with the world. It's a cool car, though. The British flag. Am I going to listen to the Austin Powers? It's great. The Austin Powers soundtrack is very Vegas. good. Nice. It is a oh, good soundtrack. Oh my god! And that American. I'm driving to Vegas alone, so I'm going to need something to like keep. American Woman uh, and the oh that music video with Heather Graham. Oh yeah. You're just thinking about your penis. Seriously, dude. I'm glad actually it's kind of early in the morning my, where my, my penis is a little sleepier in the morning because like I'm not getting... Did you already waggle out your morning? No, no, no. Yeah, I don't have any kind of... I have kind of... I have a sleepy time for it. So it's very much in hibernation right now just to make you guys <laughs> aware that I'm not actually getting aroused during that process. <laughs> he puts the CD on the regular. Yeah, it's not oh, he happening. Puts the CD on the turntable. I forgot about that. <laughs> this is such a the great pump. He is he the, is such a oh, funny. I miss pump. I miss the pump. Comedian man, dude. They those got to come back, dude. The pump is. They've great. come back they, already. They did kind of come back, and they've already kind of gone away. I'm sorry, I'm having a sneeze. Sneeze attack. attack. Your sneezes. The moon landing tab. Yeah, all the tab cans. God. <laughs> so yeah, now Austin Powers catching up with the modern world, watching the fall of the Berlin Wall. Now I'm having this big realization about how much shit in the 90s I was told was sexist, but really was just sexual. And there was like a conflation <laughs> of things being sexual with things Ooh, like, well, like this. Like I said, like I think the fe- I remember s- thinking the fembots were sexist because like their nipples turned into guns. And on this show, as I'm trying to talk about it, I'm like, what makes that sexist? Why is Why? that sexist? What makes but I think sexist? it sexist? Like, it was the women. Shit? Is it because of their outfits? Yeah, I think like, it was. The, it because, but again, like, but this is just outfits? like the Barbie girl song. I keep listening to it and being like, obviously, yes, it is like, you know, you can touch, you can play, you can say I'm always yours. But the panic around that song in the 90s. And really, it's fine. It's fucking Barbie. It's a woman singing. Yeah, like, play play with me. Like, it's fine. There's actually, like, I keep being like, yes, even if you take the sexual reading of this song, obviously it's not, the subtext of it isn't for kids, but it's not bad that she's like... It just like, goes to show But there was so much objectifying was the She's word. giving consent. You can touch, you can it just, play. It just goes to show how, yours. like, this kind of outrage, it's not, it's not newly completely nonsensical. It's completely been the case forever like uh, moral outrage is always the yeah. weirdest like 
just simplest go-to. It's just it's the same as going like Bud Light. Oh, that'll solve our problem. All you have to do is stop drinking Bud Light. That'll really show them. And I you know think I mean? also because- I was a kid in the '90s, right? So I think there was an idea that was like anything that was sexual was bad. But also that right. wasn't just because I was a kid. I think it was actually because it was the '90s. <laughs> like actually, the, there was anything sexual had this like inherent power. And I was and- terrified of like that stuff at a certain age like pre this i would have been mortified at a movie like this oh, yeah, cuz i just he's slowly got to yeah. run over him yeah 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 it's a good bit good bit <laughs> <laughs> he was like 20 feet away just get out. Uh, now the bit, the really good bit where he has to turn around in the hallway. Where he's got to turn around in the hallway. Yeah, that guy did some terrible things in his life. Yeah, man. So that's the guy that's real, real life yeah, bad? Yeah, yeah, the guy that plays the who throws the shoe guy. At least he's not the most like in this movie, you know, guy. He's not like uh, it's not too 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 egregious. I was never a Bond person, so all of my knowledge at the time during like when this came out, all my knowledge of Bond came from the game Goldeneye, <laughs> and everybody yes. always made me be odd job when I played yes. Goldeneye. Yeah, the Goldeneye game really like brought Bond to a whole generation of kids. I, I mean, the the movie too. I mean, that was kind of James Bond's big return. Yeah. But yeah, Elizabeth Hurley in this outfit was iconic. They make you horny, baby. His big plan. Yeah, there was a lot of lampooning of this. There's actually, Jackie, a classic Simpsons episode that lampoons the whole Bond thing. That is one of the best Simpsons episodes of all time, people say. Wait, which one, Holden? The one where he ends up working for uh, Scorpio, I think it's oh, his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, like, yeah. The whole family moves to this like idyllic utopia, yes. but in the background, like yes. James Bond's getting like murdered. Yeah, and, like, hammocks he's on clearly third. He's an evil yeah. genius that's like trying to take over the world, but like he's a great boss. Yeah. Like Homer loves working for him. Yes. It's very funny. Again, so many references in The Simpsons that I was not getting at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just a visual joke joke. rolling away. Slowly rolls away from the table and then slowly gets rolled back. It's just the Seth Green thing is so funny. The question really is what would be a better movie? Now, I mean, we're already obviously doing the Austin Powers, but we were joking a few episodes ago about doing a Legends of the Fall watch along. And as I'm realizing that so much of Austin Powers oh. watch along is just us being like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> what would be better, this or Legends of the Fall watch along? Yeah, where we're going. <laughs> just crying. <gasps> Oh God! Yeah, maybe. Oh God! That and I was just going. He's so maybe hot. something we know oh is God, just maybe. So maybe we, it should be something we know is like not gonna. Like the good thing about High School Musical is like both people love it and it's objectively like ridiculous and dumb. Right? You know what I mean? In retrospect, High School Musicals really were the great 
page seven, watch along. It's the sweet spot because you can cringe at it. How often do I say bet on bet it? Bet on yeah. it. You can like cringe at it, but also respect and enjoy it kind yeah. of weirdly at the same time and like understand the nostalgia of it. And I think the good thing about that is maybe picking stuff that other people are nostalgic for that we're too old for yeah. and trying to like understand it. That's yeah. the beauty, I think, at least of high school musicals. Yeah, so you're right. If it's if it's anything like that, which is why we should watch that Jonas Brothers summer camp m- movie. Don't make oh, us. Let's do it. Because we're going to have to do another watch along for when we go on tour in September. And I don't know if I can handle a Jonas Brothers. Maybe anything. we should put it to a poll or something. Yeah. I mean, there's also other like classic. I would love we could watch something like Old Dogs or something like that, too. That's just a classically terrible comedy that everyone points to as like, that's good, too, because that has Jantra in it. Uh, as well. Who's in old old dogs is a night. <laughs> yeah, have you seen Come it? To life. Oh, I've seen old. Dogs. I would say we should watch like. Oh, I've seen old. I kind of want to watch yes. a musical, but I guess we shouldn't really sing along for throughout a whole episode. I mean, that could be delay. fun. That could be fun. I don't know. I've been threatening Jeff with Lay Miz oh, tickets. Oh my god, is it coming yeah, to it's LA? Coming through. Yeah, it's coming. It's playing. It is currently. Performing in LA, and I think I might. Jackie, have you should go. I saw it in New York. Minutes. You know, it's obviously like not th- that rivet. Like it's like a classic. It's not on Broadway in New York anymore. But oh, I've okay, seen it right, nine times say, because I know it's like with the revolving that's the thing. stage. I know it's the show that everybody can see. Where whatever it travels everywhere, but it is so fucking good, and it's yeah, so I mean, good it's to see live. It's so, good. It's so worth it's seeing. It's lame as. It's but also, I think we might have to watch Old Dogs next because I have seen Old Dogs before and it ruined I've never yeah, seen it Old Dogs. It's, also, what's the musical movie yeah. that's truly terrible that's like two people's names from that era of Disney that's like not esteemed? It's called like Christine and something. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. We can watch. I mean, I think maybe we do that next. We watch like stuff people know is bad. Like how did this get made? level stuff yeah yeah because what we've been doing lately is watching things that we think will be bad and they turn out to be good well i knew austin powers yeah. was very, and american pie i was i was championing all of it i couldn't believe it, how good it. american pie ended up being and this i knew austin powers part. was good it's more just that i don't i'm <laughs> i'm having more of a just nostalgia this journey is- I wasn't sure. Yeah, shush no, the, part I got a whole classic. bag of shush with your name on it. Was I got a bag? Of shush how many with times your name did I say it? that? From 1997 to 2000. <laughs> plan to soil myself and regroup and come up with a new plan. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> the British thing. When is that? When is that going to get canceled? The whole British, British people have bad thing. teeth thing. I'm pretty sure it's, it's already been canceled. Not canceled, but I think it's just. I think it also is just like there's it's, no need. It's Come weirdly. Uh, it can be. Uh, yeah, I've, you know, there's some accuracy there. <laughs> <laughs> Dental floss that would hurt his hands. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, he gets his face eaten off by the... Wait, does the, do we get a decapitated head for this? Can we watch something sexy next? Like, yeah! Ah, decapitated head! Yeah! 
<laughs> what, like nine and a half weeks? We could watch Showgirls. Showgirls or like Showgirls. I Know What You Did Last Summer. You I've know. never seen I've never seen Showgirls. Oh my god, Showgirls. Um, anything. Oh, we could any do Paul Verhoeven movie would be fun actually. But Showgirls is is by is insane. I watched it within the last ten years, and it is one of the craziest movies ever, that, ever seen. That uh, Species would be fun. Remember Species. Oh, I remember. All right, here we go. MJ's favorite yeah. bit incoming. <laughs> I just remember weeping with laughter during this bit as a sixth grader. <laughs> All he had to do was reverse out of there, but he did not think ahead, did he, MJ? <laughs> <laughs> but he's so sweet. <laughs> oh, the Italian lady he was apologizes. So yeah. Yeah, Elizabeth Hurley. So, oh my God, yeah, that was the whole thing. And then we get Heather Graham in the oh, in the second one, dude. And you're just like, what is happening? Behave. She was 32, and then Beyonce's 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 yeah, third one sucks ass though, dude. It's like unwatchable. Yeah. Oh dang. Um, she was 32, by the way, Elizabeth Hurley. Isn't it weird that that is younger than all of us by a lot? We're old. It's upsetting. We're old now. This. <laughs> don't remind me. I just had a birthday, MJ. Okay, I know oh, I'm but don't old. Don't miss this bit, Jay. <laughs> yeah, look at him go. Look, he can't get around. He can't get out of the hallway. Very good. Solid bit. That's such like cute, wholesome humor. It's just yeah, so it's like pure. the chair sliding back. It just it's it's there's yes. a lot of silly. That's my just... favorite Mike Myers stuff. You know, just like the yeah. s- absolutely like stupid sight gags. You know, am I just the weirdly dark stuff like the monologue and the why yeah. did they come to me to die? Why did they come to me to die? The whole Ed Harris or uh, what's his name and um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did he get it like that? <laughs> I understand. I've been there. I parallel park in Los Angeles. Oh, I've been there before. It's the commitment to it, you know? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. The fact that the warhead looks like a big cock, you know? And I'm sad because I missed it, but apparently Joyride is a movie that came out this year that is like a fun summer romp movie that we missed that uh, apparently is oh, yeah. great. And I'm sad I missed it in the movie theater, so I'm waiting for it to pop right. back what's out. The, I would love to watch, uh, what's the movie where Alicia Silverstone gets finger blasted on the roller coaster? Is that Crush? crush? Was it Crush or Fear? Was it Fear? Oh, it's Fear, it's Fear, it's Fear. Um, uh, I, I would Cindy watch Margolis. any of the trashy Alicia Silverstone vehicles, honestly. Yeah. They were all sexy and so bad. Yes. <laughs> so do you think that Heather Graham was like birthed after, like did Heather Graham like run after the Fembots walk? Uh, yes. A little bit. I just remember she was also. I fell in love with her in Swingers. Yeah, she was the ch- the chick at the gotcha. end that where he's and Boogie Nights. The swing. Well, oh my God! I don't even. close my eyes. Remember the part where she gives the roller skate blowjob in the very beginning with um. Don't even. That movie's so weird. That talk about a a, a a weird boner. I mean, that movie is just full of just stuff that makes you upset for having a boner. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, he's trying so hard. Yeah. Baseball cold showers. Naked on a cold day. Absolutely. Whoa. Elizabeth Hurley looks very good in her spy I mean, I don't know if she's ever, except for maybe Bedazzled, has she been hotter in a movie? And she's still rocking it, man. She's still just like, yep, I'm hot. I'm older and hot. And, and... But she had a weird career trajectory, too. (laughs) He's using his butt magic. He's using his sexuality to short-circuit the fembots. This is amazing. <laughs> I don't know anything about this scene. <laughs> Maybe the Sephembots were considered sexist because they were literally robot women. Yeah, sure. But, you know, I think it was more about how, like, easy men are to uh Yeah, you're manipulate. totally right. I, I'm just, I'm shocked by how, I'm, I'm realizing I had these, like, thoughts about this movie <laughs> that were, like, sex is bad in my head. And I think it was just the right. 90s, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah, absolutely. It's like reawakening the well, internalized like shame the I 90s, had about sex. Yes, nineties. The nineties really weaponized sex. After like the freedom of like the seventies and the eighties, I feel that. And this is of course coming from someone that was born in nineteen eighty seven. So I'm not, you know, I can't speak so much for the seventies and eighties in like like examples, but. It seemed like growing up in the 90s that sex was weaponized where you were either, it, it is a shameful thing yes. to use. Right. In any yes, it was I, inherently I will shameful. Say, this keeps the, the trend going, though, that we got you know all through Anchorman even and everything of like, all the guys can be gross and yes. disgusting. The King and, of Queens phenomenon of like. Yeah, but like the women are all tits. But also, welcome to Round Table of Gentlemen, which is like, not to bring that up, but like, why do you think I acted the way that I did, which is not okay, but in our sh- old show, Round Table of Gentlemen, great. I was like, I'm going to be the grossest. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That was a lot funnier than you. The worst but a lot of those com- bros doing comedy shows does have the token, like, just hot girl, you know what I mean, right. kind of thing. And that's... Well, I wasn't the token. That's what I'm saying. Like, you were playing, girl. like, in like uh, on the level as opposed to being like, guys, Right. Ah. Right. Yeah, guys no, it was there. like, what if I what if intensified I won't do that? it yeah. instead? Yes. Yeah, guys. So it was all it was all a reaction yeah, which to is what a was funny happening. Bit. Not that, that it was yeah, okay. I think it was great. I think it was great, Jackie. I think it was very, I still think it's very funny. Yeah, there was no real, like, I guess in this movie, Elizabeth Hurley gets to be sexy and, like, a good character, and the fembots are literally robots. But yeah, in the 90s, there was just no sense that, like, sex could be good <laughs> in movies. You know, it was just like, it was just. There was so much, and so much of it was kind of wrapped in a like caring about girls thing of like, oh, this is just not a positive portrayal of women, but actually it was mostly just reactionary, like, uh, you know, um, stigma around sex. Open the friggin' door. (laughs) (laughs) Open the friggin' door. I think Dr. Evil is the reason I say frickin' so much. I still love to say frickin'. I think it's hilarious. He made it funny. 
You really did. Frickin'. Oh, Holden hates frickin', oh, yeah? so you can't I I say, say it a lot. It depends on how you say it. If you're saying it like in a Dr. Evil way, it's funny. But yeah, if you're saying it and we're all adults and there's no children around and you're just saying it to like not say the word fuck, then yeah, I judge hard. <laughs> I judge really hard. I'm like, oh, what are we, fucking 10? <laughs> he did it! <laughs> I want chicken. Liver. I want liver. It's so funny. I'm telling you, Dr. E, it's a total Ryan Gosling and Barbie. Dr. Evil steals this movie. He's the funniest totally. part of the movie. And, and you know, <laughs> that was what was kind of deceptive going in was I think you thought it was going to be like Austin Powers' movie, but really it was a nice even split between the two characters. And then, you know, Mini Me, I mean, come on. That was like the biggest, you know. Yeah. Is that in That's the second, the second we, one? Do we watch the second Austin I mean, Powers? Or is that iconic? I don't know if we'll I think we wait and see what the listeners feel about yeah. this one. Because the second I one is good. We definitely spent a decent amount of time watching that while watching this talking about what other movies we should be watching yeah. in the future. I'm just it's so hard to I think to we find should all get together to watch it's hilarious. it's great. Yeah. I would love to watch it again. I would totally watch it. It's tough. I'm uh, it's tough to find I'm realizing the formula for a watch along. Maybe we do a stream. Maybe stream we do a stream of yeah, watching. We could do a watch along stream. Yeah. That would be fun. People cuz people want to weigh in and talk. Yeah. And I want to hear other people's experience for like watching Austin Powers yes. for the first oh, time. And in fact, on Patreon, pop in. When when was the first time you watched mm-hmm. Austin in Powers? The- How did it did it like of uh, like affect you in the way that it affected both holding? Yeah, well, I definitely MJ. like Austin Powers two was like opening weekend. I think the first Austin Powers I had to be told by my buddy kill the little bastard. <laughs> I had to be told like this is actually really fucking funny. And then I went. I'm pretty sure I still also saw it in the theater though. But I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was <laughs> And again, Seth Green just really like really is a standout in this. I'm just badly burned. I'm not dead. Whoa, double turn. Yeah, oh yeah. It's I mean it's a Bond movie. Rob Lowe is in number two, too. Yes. Not this number two. Austin Powers number two. <laughs> <laughs> he plays young number two, I think. Oh. So funny. I've had enough of you pushing me around. Like pretty much every moment in this movie has at least one moment or line that is like a standout cool. yeah. quotable, yeah. Every scene, for sure. That is such a good job with that, and that's kind of the deal with Wayne's World as well. And really, at this point, Mike Myers could do no wrong in his career, which is crazy because how far we've come, you know. So what? I feel like I'd love to do... Have you done a Mike Myers no, episode uh, yet? I mean, I would just say, you know... Love Guru really kind of was there anything after? I mean, Austin Powers three. Everyone was like, "We're over it, bro." Like that kind of made everybody go, "Like I think I'm good." And then I think the next thing ha- after that was uh, Love Guru, which just bombed so hard. It bombed so hard. 
You know what's great is so I married an axe murderer. No, he did have Shrek. But he did have Shrek, but but Shrek is like Shrek is a different so beast, separate. Isn't it? It's yeah. yeah, it's like not Mike Myers' comedy career, you know? Oh god, also didn't he do Cat in the Hat, which is a massive bomb. Yeah, he did Cat in the Hat. So it was Goldmember and then Shrek. And it was kind of one of those, I feel like, where it's like, if you're making that Shrek money coming off of Austin Powers, and then you have a bomb in the movie theater, like Love Guru, which bombed so hard. I forgot he was in Mystery Alaska. I loved that movie, but I was also a big Russell Crowe fan because of Gladiator. So, you know. Yeah, he he essentially stopped doing any kind of silly comedy after the Love Guru and only did, did like... Shrek stuff and like Inglorious Bastards or you know oh interesting uh, Bohemian Rhapsody like he only does these kind of smaller parts now in like prestige movies and he was in Amsterdam I guess he doesn't need yeah, to yeah he didn't need to you know, and, we can do and Love Guru was probably so like for Love ah, uh, yeah, I get the same joke but for tits but with breasts but Love Guru he really worked really hard on that character like he was doing a bunch of like <laughs> he was doing a bunch of stuff like in New York, like in live, like like pop in stuff as really? the character. And so, I mean, he workshopped that character really hard. Oh man, you know. And then it just That's super rough. bombed. And I think after that, it's like, why don't I just like have money and only do like smaller pro- thing, whatever? Yeah. I just want. be in like Tarantino movies because I've earned the res- that respect and everything too. You know. So this, how does this make you feel? Hold on, these pouring the this milk is big, out of her This boobs. is huge for sure. Yeah, with her just naked but as a milkman. I think it's honestly her at the very beginning of two is probably the hot peak. Hurley in these in these movies. She is so hot. She's wearing like lingerie. I remember one. I remember a dude in the movie theater was like, "God damn!" Like, like literally. <laughs> um. That was the, because she, spoiler alert, she ends up like being a fembot. That's how they like get rid of her yes. in the sequel. What? Yeah. And that's how they get Heather Graham in there. Big spoiler oh, yeah. alert. Wait, she was a fembot this whole time? Uh, I, I forget what the, how they do it. I forget how they do it. I mean, who throws his shoe? <laughs> Here we go. That guy's done horrible <gasps> oh, things. Oh, no. That guy's done horrible things. That really, really hurt. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Who throws a shoe? Who throws a shoe is like as quotable to me as um, you're a man. She's a man, baby. And by the way, we're at the end of this movie. I mean, like it's crazy. We get like one of the most iconic lines from it. Like at this point, I can't. This movie is amazing. <laughs> it's a good movie. I can't believe who throws a shoe. Also predated by like six years the actual throwing of shoes at the American president George W. Bush. George W. Bush, you're right. Totally. Even though the shoe throwing thing is a normal thing, right? Culturally, I yeah, believe. Yeah, right. There's, like, there's a frame of reference. Yeah, that, that shoe yeah. throwing was not an Austin Powers reference. But wouldn't that have been fun if That's it was? That's just a thing they would do oh, wouldn't have been to show silly. disgust. Which is true. It's the ultimate insult, throwing a shoe. Yeah, my brain has conflated the throwing of shoes at George W. Bush with Austin Powers. I mean, he throws a shoe. That's just meme culture for you, MJ. Mm-hmm. Just taking it two is. things and slapping them together. 
What's that big star? Yeah, it's big, boy. it's big boy. It's big boy. He survived. Oh my god, dude! Freaking freezing in here. <laughs> Mr. Biggles. Mr. Biggles. Oh, no! Mr. Biggles. That cat is dead. That cat has died. That cat's heart has stopped at the very. That's, That's how, how it ends. ends. Well, yeah, it opened up for a sequel, and then, which is whoa. very smart. Whoa. Did the sequel come out very soon after? Didn't it? Yeah. Whoa! I am impressed. Right? I didn't realize it ended like that. Nineteen ninety nine was the yeah, sequel. Yeah, two years later, and I remember the hype around it was I huge. I can't believe the sequel it. is good. There's so this okay. is a class. This there is a are so many of classic. these movies that you you watch these comedy classics that sometimes there are like swaths of time in it where you're like like okay, caddyshack right is a great example of like caddyshack sure has su- is such what well, but that's also comedies from the 70s like if you watch like a national lampoon vacation there's so much time where like jokes aren't happening and that was that was what was so great about comedies during this time tommy boy austin powers dumb and dumber like the the joke real estate was so hot and heavy and just a laugh a minute yeah and just you love it for that, like. Yeah, it's true. I the National Lampoon movies are much slower. I miss well, yeah. I mean, everything in general was much slower. You know, I was bitching about this with screen time for Winnie. I was like, I wonder what our screen time was like when we were younger. And Lexi brought up the good point of like, well, think about like the entertainment back then. It was so slow it was much, and yeah, like less stimulating, boring, sure. and yeah, just less stimulating. And so like it was, you know less of an issue but now it's like they've yeah. scientists have learned how to like <laughs> suck every bit of dopamine out of a child within an hour's time frame that's true so now crazy absolutely i mean how do you feel I, jackie this was so yeah. it was so yeah. entertaining i'm so happy that i watched it in fact honestly there's so many of these movies that i watch like american pie where like I knew all of the big things that yeah. happened in the movie. This movie, I yeah. didn't. It's as all the much as like jokes. I, it's yeah. all the little jokes. Yes, because I've I've absorbed so much through cultural os- osmosis. But there's so many moments that I didn't realize how much yeah. I would enjoy. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Thank you both for giving me this there opportunity. Because when the fuck was I going to sit and watch Austin Powers? And I hope for those of you at home that are also listening in, I hope you sat and watched Austin it's Powers fun. because. Yeah, what it's fun. It really does hold up. It, I'm su- I'm surprised once again, surprised by how well it holds up and how much it brings up stuff for me about how I thought the things were bad actually aren't bad, like all the sexuality stuff. You know, yeah, it's fine. He's totally this not a bad it's guy. Really He's just a sexy a good, guy. A good post credits, yeah. by the way. Very you good know? post credits. Yeah, well, well, that's the kind of thing where even I have pro- uh, um. I even I have to make an admission like I struggle a little bit with like what about Bob like because I struggle with comedies where the central gimmick is the main the character the main comic relief is annoying as shit mm-hmm. you know what I mean like ooh what about what Bob, about Bob I know what about Bob not to be like, like this it fucking that's always totally like a hard it's always up. hard for me to get down with comedies like that and yeah this this is not that right like it's not about being annoying. Which is funny but also, I'm like, my whole what about Bob about gets into annoying. the feels? There's, there's also, you think about it, especially, right. ooh, this is something. In the 90s, so many of these movies would have a moment where it got, like, yeah. too real. And, like, it, and there's none of that in Austin Powers. Mm. Because, like, where, it, where it, like, 
even in the moment where like they're making fun of those moments, which is your favorite part, Holden, yeah. in the scene with the yes. father and son, like they it's still, still really don't funny. make it yes. genuine. Yes. It's still but very all that said, that, that's all true. And there's still some really nice, emotionally honest moments in there. Like his conversation with Elizabeth sure. Hurley about like being becoming a one woman man and like but it doesn't take it totally. too it's far not small where you're just like, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. It's not no. like a full house it, moment. It's a know? really good blend of having a, just injecting just a little bit of heart into it. And mostly it's just totally absurdist. Totally. Silly. And that's what I miss. I miss absurdist. Yeah, that's why Barb, Barb and Star, I'll, I'll always get Barb and it, Star. The big so I still haven't like seen Barb and Star. Movie. I gotta see it. It's like oh, the only MJ. movie that's come out yeah, in the last few it. years that that models this com this comedy style. Yeah. You know the honestly surprise Gideon and pop it on. It's just I've seen it it's three so times. Silly. And what movie like comedy have you seen three times? Yeah. It's so great. Right. You know it's so mean? silly. Yes, there's like just enough heart injected in it to make it work. So many people recommended not... it to me during the pandemic too, of being like, "This is yeah. the saddest time ever," and this is just a movie about joy and like just friendship. a movie about silly. And it's fun to see too like um it'd be helmed by two women you know because even like bridesmaids was was great but this is like dumb and dumber with two women oh, okay you know and and i you know whereas like bridesmaids almost more like a tommy boy uh-huh. but with two but with women right <laughs> uh-huh. like like it just is absurd characters big broad characters yeah. you know pun intended uh which is which is a lot of fun well all right that there does it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We All miss right. you so much. We're going to be back very soon. Absolutely. And um, thank you so much for joining us on this like summer fun episode of page seven. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to start my day now. What a good, I'm ready to get into it now. I, I'm a little drunk great. and it's before Please. noon. So, As you know. As you should. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. Uh, all right. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks again uh, uh, for joining us. I mean, hey, throughout this whole year, we've got more for you after the break and uh, appreciate y'all. We'll be back soon. Yes, definitely check out twitch.tv forward slash last podcast network. You can get older episodes that we've already been doing, plus our new stuff. And also, don't forget lastpodcastnetwork.com. Get your release the butthole cut tour tickets. We've still got some dates left and we can't wait to meet you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, Holden. Thank you, MJ. And hell, we'll see you soon. All right. Take care, y'all. Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.